0: Thank you Thank you for tuning in to the Limitless Experience with Eric. Episode 5 was insane. Insane. We start off with Tariq and Effie playing chess, which is symbolic for what's to come. He makes Effie forfeit, then he gets a text message from Vincent reminding him that he has till the end of the night to bring him twice the product. That's going to be really difficult since Tommy took back the work that Tariq had in his dorm room, and he also told Tommy that he wouldn't sell anymore. As she is leaving Effie Peep's distressed look on Tariq's face, and she texts her big homie that she believes that Tariq is out of product and she'll keep an eye on him. And that's a damn shame because this entire time, she has been plotting and scheming and he's just been blind to it. Ghost informs Councilman Tate and Ramona Gary that he wants to step away from the campaign because he just can't shake his past, and he doesn't want that to interfere with Councilman Tate becoming governor that's great news to Councilman Matei in my opinion because he was probably jealous that Ghost was still in his shine. Ramona Garrity wasn't trying to hear that. She tries to get James to reconsider and they even go out to dinner to talk about it. At the end of the dinner James lets Ramona know that he will reconsider. Sergeant Rodriguez and Agent Sachs are going over the details of Angela's autopsy and Rodriguez concludes that Ghost was not the one that shot Angela but Sachs isn't buying it. He really wants to see Ghost behind bars and he'll try to get that done by any means. So he meets up with Dre and demands any information he has to implicate Ghost. He'll take anything at this point if Ghost Jaywalked he wanna know about it. So Dre just starts telling. He gives up Jason's name and says he saw a Ghost talking to him in Club Truth. Dre has to be stopped. I know he wants his daughter back, but the way he's moving, he might not even be around to see her grow up. Sax then goes back to the office to let his boss know. That ghost paid Maria Suarez off not to testify against him. Since Maria Suarez took the bribe money, she's no longer a valid witness. then finds out that his CI and ex-wife of Proctor is dead from an overdose. And he remembers that the daughter still has the bug stuffed in the unicorn and he has to go get it. So Warner and Sax make their way to Proctor's house to question him on why his client was giving money to a witness. If I was Proctor, I would not have allowed either one of them to step foot in my crib, and I definitely would not have allowed Sax to wander around my crib freely. I didn't invite you in, and you gotta use the bathroom? Hell nah. You can go outside and use the bathroom, buddy. Have fun. Now, as luck would have it, Sax just happens to see Elisa Marie's book bag with the unicorn keychain. He snatches the keychain, fake uses the restroom, and then him and Warner leave. Tasha and Tommy have their regular smoke session in the whip and Tommy lets Tasha know that he will not allow her to clean money through the daycare because Keisha wants to clean money through the salon. Of course, Ghost's name comes up. Tommy has the nerve to ask Tasha if he can use her to gain access to the penthouse to kill Ghost. Surprisingly, Tasha declines and says that there will be a better opportunity to kill Ghost later. I'm mad that Tasha's even entertaining Tommy, killing the father of their children. Hopefully, she has a bigger plan to reverse this on Tommy and actually kill him instead. Later that night, Tasha has to stay late at the daycare until the parent arrived. Once the child's mother, Epiphany, came through, she apologizes to Tasha and tells Tasha things are kind of hard right now and she's just trying to make ends meet. Tasha lets it slide as long as Epiphany pays her double tomorrow. She can't save money worth a damn, but Tasha will always be a hustler. As she's locking up and leaving, she meets Zig. Let's just call him Neighborhood Watch. He demands that Tasha give him $1,000 a week cash if she wants to keep her customers safe and prevent her new daycare from going up in flames. I know Tasha and Ghost aren't saying eye to eye right now, but I'm pretty sure if she told him about Zig, Ghost would handle that with no problem. Instead, Tasha has to revert to embarrassing herself and attempting to return those expensive clothes. During that attempt, Tasha runs into Keisha who is now shopping at the same store because she can afford these clothes since she's rocking with Tommy. Keisha acts about Holly and like a good friend, Tasha just tells her, plain and simple, don't get in over your head. And I agree, just a short time ago, Keisha panicked because she thought the feds were coming after her when the doorbell rang. Now all of a sudden she's all in with this drug game, she is in way over her head, and Tasha's only trying to help her out. Tasha is manipulative but she's also correct. And is only trying to help Keisha before things go bad for her. Speaking of manipulation, nobody is a bigger manipulator than Ghost. Snitray wants his daughter back, and he also wants that money, so he's playing both sides, and Ghost knows that. Ghost tells Dre that Tommy isn't doing his job as the distro the way he's supposed to be doing it, and that there is no way he himself would get back into the drug game at this point. So of course Dre wants that spot. Ghost tells Dre that because of his cooperation with the feds, there's no way he can become distro, pretty much painting the picture that if Sacks is out the way, then you could become distro. More coming after the break. If you would like to help support this podcast and its release of routine episodes, please click the link in the bio to make a donation. Thank you. You can also email the podcast at limitlessepod at gmail.com. Tommy didn't take back all of his work from Tariq. Tariq left a stash in the AV room on campus. But the small stash isn't enough to satisfy the deal he has with Vincent. So he gets the bright idea to add baby aspirin to the work in hopes that Vincent wouldn't find out. This young boy is playing with fire. He could have got killed for that on the spot. But he doesn't care. He bags up and makes his way towards Vincent. But what he didn't know was he was being watched the entire time by Effie. Tariq gets to Vincent and gives him the product. And Vincent warns Tariq not to screw him over. Tariq responds. I'm gonna my way. And he said that knowing damn well, he put them baby aspirins in that bottle. Tariq moving like Kane is still alive to help him out. A couple days later, the dean and Tasha show up to Tariq's room. And because of an anonymous tip, Tariq is being expelled immediately for selling drugs on campus. As he's gathering his things, he looks at the chessboard and see that his king has been tipped over. And as I said in the beginning, that's very symbolic. Effie is damn near telling Tariq, yes, I did this to you. That was cold because Tariq was really feeling her. I wonder how he gonna handle this. The simulator to Dre, Proctor is also trying to protect his daughter and keep her out of the system. And now he's panicking. He rolled up on Ghost and said, See, not only is she testifying, but she's lying about it to put you away. If you do not kill Maria... Done, will go public. Everything. Then this dude meets up with Tommy and says If Maria testifies against both of you, I'm next on the prosecution's dance card. We are all connected. And we all have a lot to lose if Maria is alive. The way he panicking, he should have killed Maria Suarez himself On his way home he is approached by Sax who plays him the audio of him letting his wife die. Sax blackmails Proctor into giving him Angela's killer. Proctor's cousin Benny gets the bright idea to kill Ghost and Tommy, thinking that that would solve all of their problems. Proctor declines that offer and tells Benny that he'll handle it, just in case cousin Benny does give Proctor a gun. The next night, Sax attempts to get Proctor to sign the snitch papers and Proctor wasn't putting his name on any paperwork, but he did give up Tommy. He told Sax that Tommy killed Angela and Sachs completely dismissed that vital information because it does not implicate Ghost. Now that Proctor gave up Tommy, he's going to need a place to crash. I think he should have gone to Benny's house. Nobody knows where Benny lives. Him and his daughter would have been safe. But instead he asks Ghost if he can stay at his crib. Ghost allows it, and while Proctor is settling in, Tasha and recently expelled Tariq come through and Tasha explains everything to Ghost. Ghost is not happy with what his son has become, and blames it on Tasha. But I disagree with Ghost. Ghost is more responsible for Rick's behavior than Tasha is. It appears that Proctor did not get rid of the recording that would put Ghost and Tommy away. He gives his daughter a charm necklace and inside the charm is the microchip containing the recording. This meeting between Tommy and Tasha may be the last. She wasn't able to get the $1,000 to pay Zig, so she asked Tommy and he said, nah, he can't help her out anymore. He trying to keep Keisha happy. What I can't understand is, How on earth is it possible that Tasha doesn't have $1,000? What was she doing with all of her money? This entire time they was getting to it, she didn't put away no cash for herself? She was so caught up in the Zig nonsense that she told Tommy that Proctor moved in with ghosts. Damn, Tasha, why'd you do that? She also mentioned Holly, and everybody knows, do not mention Holly to Tommy. That ticked Tommy off, so he kicked out the car. Now she has to face Zig with no money but hustler Tasha straight up told him she does not have it, but she will help him push the product he's selling. Zig allows it, and Tasha has the perfect needy candidate to help her move his work. She calls up Epiphany and sets it up. Now to Tommy the fake hitman. He walks into Maria Suarez's crib to kill her, but she walks in with Saks, so he hides in the closet. But what bothers me is that Tommy could've killed Saks right there. There would've been no witnesses. All of their problems would've been over, Sax is the main one trying to bring down him and Ghost, but he waits until Sax leaves and then he comes out of the closet and cancels Christmas on Maria by putting a hot one right in her head. Now because of what Proctor told him earlier, Ghost also had plans on killing Maria, but he was at dinner with Ramona, and that's an ironclad alibi by the way. He still cut the dinner short, but he also said something he didn't need to say. He did not have to say, I have to go do something that I should have done before. He goes to Maria's crib and sees that she's already dead, and he picks up the envelope. Thank goodness, because his prints are definitely on that envelope from when he originally touched it at Club Truth before he put it in his pocket. Charlie called Proctor and found out where he was at. It then had the nerve to ask 2-bit, are we good? <laughs> My guy, that's not how any of this works. You're in a trunk that's been lined with plastic. You already know what's going to happen. Just close your eyes and hope that it ends quickly. Tommy calls Tariq and tells him to get the hell out of the penthouse and leave the back door open. It's about to go down. And Tariq did it too. At least he took Alicia Marie with him so she didn't have to witness what was about to happen to her father. I did not see this coming this early at all. Tommy tore Ghost's crib up to take Proctor out. Proctor did exchange fire with Tommy, but he didn't hit him once. With the heat Tommy was packing, Proctor really didn't have a chance. He ran all through the penthouse, but then he got himself cornered, and Tommy lit him up. Rest in peace, Proctor. Vincent and his men snatch up Tariq, and they're going to kill him if they don't get $2 million in 24 hours. And that brings me into predictions. So for my first prediction, I think Effie was texting Zig. I think Zig, Q, and Effie are all in a crew. I think Sax is too hell-bent on bringing down Ghost, and that curiosity is going to cause to slip-up, and I do believe, I predict, that Dre will kill Sax. Dre does want to become Distro, and Sax is in the way. I also predict that Keisha will get scared again and run away for the last time with her son. But before Sax gets clapped, I believe he'll actually hear what's on the recording on the microchip that Proctor gave to his daughter. And of course, somehow, some way, Ghost and Crew will find a way to come up with $2 million because it's too early for Tariq to die. Tariq's not dying yet. They're going to come up with the $2 million, give it to Vincent, and that's going to be squashed. And that concludes Predictions. If you would like to, you can contact the podcast at limitlessepod at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Peace out.